hey, that kind of nerd fans, just a heads up. This may be what we call our drunk episode. Uh, Brian had a few drinks. I had a few drinks. And Josh was the most sober out of all of us. What? So all you have to do is just brace yourself for some hilariousness that's going to come through this episode and prepare for it. I'm like, I'm like, check. I'm like in right now, like iOS notes app episode 92. Children can never listen. No children listening to episode 92 ever. Welcome, everyone, to That Kind of Nerds podcast, adding a dash of nerdiness to your life. I am CJ Mellon, joined, of course, by the stars of the show, Josh Burns and Brian Thornton. All right, so uh, let's get some stuff right off the top. We got a lot of uh, news going on, but there's some movie news and TV news that we need to talk about. So Super Troopers has hit its 15-year mark as of February, actually, this month. It has been 15 years since the release of Super Troopers 1. Super Troopers just put out a tweet saying that the release date for Super Troopers 2 is going to be, quote, really fucking soon. Uh, This movie was funded on Indiegogo. My question is this. We Anchorman and a couple other movies, Men in Black, you wait too long for a sequel. Are we worried about Super Troopers 2 just being like way too late? I have two words for you. Jay Chandrasekhar. That that sounds like nine words for me. That's that's the creator, writer. That's that's the guy. Yes. I also, Jay Shender, what do I not? Ramathorn. What? Like Car Ramrod? Car Ramrod. You didn't say oh, Car Ramrod. Oh, Car Ramrod. Gotcha. Not, not Car Ramrod. <laughs> say Car Ramrod. Fifteen years. Is that too long to wait to do a sequel to a movie? I honestly don't think. Uh, okay, so fifteen years after Super Troopers one, I think it's. I think it's going to be great regardless. Although everything Broken Lizard has done since Super Troopers has kind of sucked, so yeah. I don't know. Uh, wait a minute. Know. Wait a minute. No. Beer Fest. I did not like Beer Fest. Uh, shut beer up. Fest was both tolerable. of you. Shut up. Beer Fest was amazing. No, 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 no. It was nowhere near the fucking level of Super Troopers. It Don't give amazing. me that shit. It was not amazing. It was I, good. It was not amazing. I'd be willing to bet Beer Fest is known by a larger group of people than Super Troopers. Yeah, so is Batman vs. Superman. Doesn't mean it's good. So, but what, but, but what do we feel? I mean, so Josh, you're, you're confident in this movie. No problem. It's, it's going to be good. It's, it's a cult classic at this point. So you have so everyone. So no, I, Anchorman wasn't old enough to be a cult classic. Uh, like but um, Josh Zoolander, Anchorman, mm. all sorts of Zoolander sequels. wasn't. It's I, look. I no, just, don't, I don't tell, you tell me Zoolander that Zoolander wasn't a cult, cult classic. classic. It absolutely was. It wasn't remakeable. Like it wasn't. You couldn't add to it, right? Yeah, Super, but you really Super how Troopers, can you add you to just Super give Troopers? Them, you just give them another caper. You just give them another caper, and yeah, they, they and do it Zoolander, again. You just have them do another fashion show. No, I mean, like, it's come on, man. That was a story. It was there was a clear arc. Um, I I mean, honestly, I'm am I a little trepidatious because it's 15 years? Yeah, but I mean, I trust the guys behind Broken Lizard. I'm going to go see it. I'm sure it's going to be funny. Yeah, I mean, at least. I, I will say this. Anchorman, as much as it wasn't as good as the original, was still funny. No, I would never watch it again. No. Oh, yes, it was. I, no. Yes, I, it was, I, CJ. I you don't know what you're fucking talking about. Just it like I'm worried about Step Brothers 2. I mean, it's been too long. No, since. whoa, whoa. No, fucking, don't well, no, you fucking dare. stop. Step Brothers 2 is happening? Yeah, if Step Brothers 2 is happening. happening it's going to be amazing, and you shut your mouth. So, John Favreau has picked up a mantle of remaking uh, Disney animated movies and making them live action. He is going to do the exact same thing to the Lion King. Did you see the, the Lion Book. King? 
I did see the Jungle Book. It was fantastic. Did John Favreau do the Jungle Book? John Favreau did the Jungle Book, and it was great. It was really fucking good. I don't fucking I don't know how he's gonna do it if it's all gonna be CGI or whatever. But dude, John Favreau. Oh, it gets can better. Do anything. You ready? Here's why it gets better. We just got word of the casting for Simba. It is Donald Glover. Shut up. Donald Glover is cast Shut as Simba. Shut the front door, CJ. That's he is cast. No, you know what's really interesting? We know who Mufasa is. Who's Mufasa? James Earl Jones is reprising no. his role it's- as Mufasa. <laughs> All right, so here's, here, you want to hear something really funny? Um, Donald Glover's, uh, I can't fucking remember what song it is, but one of his lines and one of his songs as Childish Gambino is Why You Lying, Why You Mufasa. So this is perfect. <laughs> That's a true story. Okay. I think it's going to be fantastic. Yes. All of the yes. Sign me the fuck up right now. When is this coming so, out? That's the thing. We still don't know a whole lot. It's still in the preliminary developments. We don't know who's going to Why don't you Star. have more information, CJ? Because I hate you it's already. Disney. All right. Disney guards that stuff very tightly. Don't blame Disney for your shortcoming. <laughs> sure. That's how it is. We do know that it's going to be in the vein of the Jungle Book, which is why John Favreau was spearheading this. And let's face it, that guy can direct anything. So I'm all I mean, bored seriously, for it. I mean, the, the Jungle Book, he pretty much had an entire CGI cast with one kid human, yeah. human to act around. That fucking movie is fantastic. Like, this movie is going to be solid. So I'm all on board. I don't know when it's coming out, but just shut up and take my money. I'm there. So final bit of movie and TV news. Uh, Stephen Moffat is officially giving up the keys to the TARDIS. He will be uh, leaving the show with Capaldi. We knew that, though. And we're not upset by it. No, it's all right. We're okay. We're all His time is tough. I agree. I mean, no, I, I believe how many, how many fucking seasons has, has he done? Ten? Uh, he took over after... He was writing, though, the whole time. Oh, yeah, he's been writing it, but... Yeah, um, yeah so he's been at least that's writing. That's the thing, though, is he's been involved since series one. Yeah. Right? So, like, I'm cool with it. He's The show has evolved. He hasn't been writing for the most part, except for a couple specific characters. Like, he kept writing for River. Right. But otherwise, he, he wasn't writing a ton. I'm okay with it. The show's been good. They have to go in a new direction. Yeah, and I think He's it's got a good go. new showrunner and new head writer. Yeah, I mean, seriously, this this it's is time to inject some fresh, fresh and, blood. And, let, and let's face it, too, this would be great if he could start pouring more things into other shows. I mean, everyone loves Sherlock. I mean, we'd right, love well, Sherlock. It'd be right, great but if he. Like, could how big is that. Doctor Who at this point? It's, I mean, it's, actually, it's bigger. So the BBC took a vote and said, "What is the most memorable character that the BBC has right now? What is the best character?" And Sherlock beat out Doctor Who. But let's face it, Sherlock was always well, going Sherlock to be was going to be bigger. Yeah, and Sherlock was always going to be a show that was only like a, a set amount of seasons. And it like, has to be because it has a bigger cast, right? Anytime you get Humpty Bump Slapty back in a show <laughs> with Martin Freeman or whoever the fuck, right? It's going to be a solid show, right? It's, it's going to be bigger than anything else they've got. Doctor Who's wonderful. Love Doctor Who. So- One more Matt Smith. Whoever's listening, more Matt Smith. But <laughs> please, this, this is okay. Doctor Who's going to be fine. I agree. I, I'm actually thinking this is good. I like and listen. I have been in the minority thinking that Moffat has done a fantastic job since he took over. Uh, I do think though that he is he is done. I think he hit You've his been point. Been in the minority thinking Moffat's done a great. Job. Oh, there are so many people who hate. A him. lot of people since Matt Smith has left have been really hating on Moffat. Even if before, I recall correctly, even before know, Smith I mean, leaving. 
but I mean, it I, I'm going to be honest Matt with Smith you. wouldn't be Matt Smith without Stephen without Moffat. I, so, yeah, I thank you for I the argument like, I've been making to them for. A I year. cannot, I can never fault him for, for just. It's been wonderful, and it's time. But there is no Matt Smith without Stephen Moffat. Yep. True. Okay. Hell, At there really is no. Agree. There really is no. There really is no new Who without Stephen Moffat. I mean, he wrote the Doctor Dances, the Girl in the Fireplace, and Blink. Like those are the like Doctor Dances. Episodes. I defy you not to. The smile. Empty Child as well. He was the Empty ear. Child. He fucking wrote When a Man Goes to War too. Yeah, I mean, a, when a good man goes to war. Yeah. When a good man goes to war, he's wrote written every truly great episode of that series. So I mean, listen, he he's a great writer. He's a great showrunner. But he's been doing it for almost ten years. It's a long point. time, it's t- and, and it's time for him. And to move he's on. done some bigger stuff. Like he could move on. Yeah, to much. But Russell T Davies is huge as well now, and right. that's all. You know, not all, but I mean, a lot of that was Doctor Who. Yep, totally. So season ten. I agree is- with Josh with everything forever. <laughs> so season ten is going to premiere on BBC America on April fifteenth. Uh, if you're a Who fan, I know you're definitely watching. I'm excited to see the last season of Capaldi and to last and to see the last season of the. I don't give a fuck about Capaldi. Who the don't. fuck cares? You gotta Continue get through on. It, Gotta get through Capaldi. No, nope. it. nope. Doctor Who. You have to watch. I I'm well aware. I have to watch. I will eventually watch when it goes back to Netflix. I'm not in any rush to fucking power through Capaldi illegally for some reason. It's I'm not buying shit from Capaldi season. Don't give me that. Don't do you own the other stuff on iTunes? I don't or own on any DVD. Of it. I don't own any of it. Don't you have Amazon Prime? I do have Amazon. It's Prime. streamable on Amazon Prime. Shut up and go. You're watch it. streamable on Amazon Prime. Ah, he Shut gave you. There it is. There's. There's. He just removed the obstacle. Yep. I did. Not you. No, not I win. Me. CJ. <laughs> CJ wins. Dickbag. I don't know. CJ's not allowed to win. I've won several times on this episode on this podcast. I'm it's the very least freaky. Drunk person on the podcast for once, and I I'm I'm actually liking that. It's kind of <laughs> All right, it's time to move on to some gaming news. Uh, there's actually two bits that are in here uh, with a shave and haircut. Two bits. <laughs> shave and haircut. Two, two bits. bits. So we know that Zelda Breath of the Wild is going to be a huge staple of the Nintendo Switch, but it's still going to change the way that Nintendo has been operating. Nintendo is going to enable downloadable content for this game. And DLC, I think this is perhaps. the first time. And not only is it DLC, but it's also a season pass available. What? So that has a couple implications. Number one, this is the same old argument. You're paying sixty plus dollars for a game, only to have to put another hundred and twenty dollars in okay, to get the CJ. full game. Blah CJ. blah blah. But CJ. hold on, no. But there's a good sign to this, and this is the fact that Nintendo is willing to, if they're going to do a season pass, to create more content for the Zelda game after its initial release. That's a good sign for gamers who love Zelda. Right. So listen to me, as the only true gamer on this podcast. Yeah, I am completely okay with paying $60 for DLC as long as it's quality content. If Nintendo is promising quality content, then I'm completely okay with paying $60 for it for an entire year. That's worth it to me as long as I get a certain hours of playtime out of it. If that's the case, then the actual game software should be $5. I, yeah, I still believe we have fixed that model. But that's never going to happen. No, I'm, I'm just See, saying. Josh, I love your model. I do. I really do. But it's never going to fucking happen. That's a shame. I, it is a shame. You are correct, sir. You get more people to buy the DLC. A yeah, lot more I, I, I get that. But it's never going to happen. Think about Plus this. Plus the fact that, if, listen. If, if, Nintendo, if, if Nintendo could increase its revenue by 10% by making the software $5.99 and the DLC 60 bucks. That would make sense. 
Yeah. My problem is it just it's it's stupid. Like there's so many people that are never going to get past. That's just not the way the gaming industry is for now and for a while. Yes, unfortunately, I, I agree with you. I fucking agree with you. But here's the thing. If a game if I can get a solid, I would say seven to ten hours of gameplay out of a game. It's worth the sixty dollars at that point. Yeah, but for for Breath of the Wild, it's an open world game. You better be getting right. more than seven or eight hours worth of gaming. Exactly, which is my point is that if the DLC is going to add another five to ten hours to that, it's absolutely worth sixty dollars. I'll pay it. I'll pay it tomorrow. Shut up and take my money. So there's going to be two. There's at least officially two DLC packages that are in the works that are going to be coming. Which is where the season pass comes into maybe that they're going to do more, and 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 that would be good. It's it's kind of like with Skyrim and other games that you've invested a ton of time into having some extra DLC. I haven't invested any time with Skyrim. Fantastic. I've invested more Resident Evil time than Skyrim. Which side note? Side note: I bought a PlayStation VR yesterday. Did you really? I did. Oh no, this is gaming news. Tell me about this, dude. So I, I played it a little bit in Florida with my brother-in-law, and I really got hooked on it. Hmm. And so I, the moment it became available, I fucking added it to cart and, and bought you it. You found VR to be a rewarding experience worth enough to drop $400? Is that right? Sounds like something I've been saying for a while. I, um, I bought the VR. I bought two VR games with it, but I already have Resident Evil. So I was like, I'm going to play it in VR. I've played this VR. I played Resident Evil three times already. And in VR, even though I know what's going to happen, it fucking scares the yeah, shit out of really me. It's a really immersive experience, totally worth your money, and, and really changes the whole way that you play a game. Oh, my yeah, God. Oh, my God, you know, Brian. You know, everything that that asshole's been saying on That Kind of Nerds podcast for, like, ten episodes, I truly, finally agree with him. I actually finally. hate you a little bit. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. I need you to try this out, because it's really immersive. God. I have been saying this for no, over not, a year never that gonna, VR I'm, is worth everything. It's truly fantastic. It's truly fantastic. I played I played the Drive Club demo and it actually felt like I was in a goddamn car. Like I could fucking look around, I could look at my rear view mirror. I was like I was like Dominic Toretto. I was all about fucking racing to the finish line and like winning by an inch or a mile. Um, it was amazing. I am going to hard pass. That's fine. You should try it out. Stop the presses. Josh Burns is officially hard pass on VR, so I cannot wait for the fury that comes his direction when he finally has to eat his words. And he's going to love the VR experience. I'm going to bring it over to your house. It's not going to happen. It's going to be so good because of the hard pass. All right. Anywho, I went over to some friend, a friend's house. We just passed it around and... It was it was a lot of fun. Already worth the six hundred dollars I paid. Oh, it's a very communal experience as well, and not isolating. Mm, mm. Holy shit! Yes, I paid six hundred dollars for it. Before you all judge me, it no, was no, I've already a lot done of fun. That. That's a good it was a price. lot. Of fun. It's a great entry. You're, are you doing it on a pro or a regular PS4? Um, at this place, it was a pro, and it, everything was it's 4K. freaking amazing on a pro. It really is. All right. So the last bit of gaming news is uh, in my oh my gosh, who cares pile. Which is Pokemon Go has made a update that has now put the second generation worth of Pokemon in there. Made items. Who the fuck is even playing Pokemon Go still? It is the middle of February. Actually, a guy I work with was out in the cold catching second there gen Pokemon. There is a Pokemon. person, I believe it's the same individual, who commented on our Facebook page saying that he still does play Pokemon Go. And he literally, he's the only That's person cool. I know. 
Here's the thing, though, and the only I think it's I think it's admirable he stuck with it. The only issue I have is that he he like his share was like no I've been I never stopped, bruh, and he shared like a 1900 because it was probably the first second gen Pokemon he caught. That's oh, really wild. Now is. I get it. Now I get it, and that makes sense. They advertised this what July of uh, a year and a half ago. They teased like it. A, yes, that this they would teased be it. When they fucking advertised it, I was promised that I could battle with friends. There's no battle. I could fucking trade with friends. Yep. No trading. Can't. That's do the problem. Yeah. That's why I won't play. The moment they introduce those two things, I will be all fucking in. But right now, it's all about catching shit. I will and play I am again done with that in the summer because the Jersey Shore is a shit show. Oh my god, it's fantastic. So, dude, I, I Josh, we got a best- situation over here. I'm just saying. <laughs> I had the best Pokemon week of my life in Ocean City. That boardwalk is rife with Pokemon. <laughs> San Diego was great with for Pokemon. It's just, if it's just going to be, let me see how many fucking Pokemon I can catch. I'm really over it at this point. It's boring at that point. Let me trade and let me battle and I'll be all the fuck back in. But they haven't done those updates yet and they promised it. Since before they fucking released it. All of these. That's the problem. All of these obscenities are true stories. So before his death last year, Prince was famously protective of all of his music and had it pulled from most streaming services about two years ago. But uh, this week, a number of his albums have returned to sites such as Spotify, Apple Music, and Pandora. Prince is back on streaming music services, mainly because his estate owes a lot of money in back, ta- back taxes. Uh, and this is how well, kind of looking well, to settle it. Com- calm down. First, calm down. Right. But Prince, the thing, the problem was he didn't have a will. Right. So all of his, all of his everything, right, went to the, went to the estate. So, but it wasn't all of his recordings. It was, correct. It was, and correct me, Warner Brothers? Is it Warner Brothers? Warner Brothers. It's Warner Brothers. Brothers. Right. All right. So his Warner Brothers recordings, including Purple Rain, which is really what everybody wants anyway. Yeah. The, the, right now, the ones that have returned are For You, Prince, Dirty Mind, Controversy, 1999, and Purple Rain. Is when, Dove, is when doves cry on Purple Rain? Absolutely. That's track, all I care about. Track five. Okay. So, but, but that's not, <laughs> that's not, and I, it might it wait it might really be good well, it might be three but it could be five either way is it on Apple Music CJ it should be on Apple Music where's my phone I got this track number six when doves cry oh track number six. six you were so shit you were so close uh, I'm sorry guys I thought it was five but look this is so Purple Rain is one of my top uh, top ten albums. Of all time. I, I absolutely love this record. I love every track. I know every track. I've known it since I was a kid. The fact that it's finally available, and I don't, it's finally, like I'm sure it was a couple of years ago, but I wasn't really, a couple of years ago, I was using Spotify and I can't remember whether it was on there or not. But when I got on Apple Music and it wasn't there, I was super sad. It wasn't on Apple Music, it wasn't on iTunes, it was only on Tidal. I was super well, I'm, and I'm not paying for title. That's no, just ridiculous, either. right? So it's there now. It's available. It'll be in my library. It'll be something I probably end up listening to weekly because it's so good. It's so good. It's fantastic, Josh, Josh. Do you hear that? Yes, Brian. This is when it sounds like when doves cry. <laughs> just saying. 
You know what's funny is that I mean, obviously, when doves cry, that's that's the track, right? That's the track everybody knows. Ah, oh, so fucking good. It no, it's amazing. It's just it's it's not my favorite track. I mean, there's there's other there's other tracks that I absolutely adore. It's not my favorite track on the record. So it's it's amazing, and everybody should listen to Purple Rain right now. Purple Rain immediately. Listen to the record and go watch the movie because it's amazing. It's f- and, and thankfully, the thing is, that my kids know these songs, and the fact that it's that it's not it wasn't available on Apple Music was sad. Now it's there. I'm happy. Everything's good. Life right. is well right now. <laughs> Since we're talking about music, I'm about to show you guys a website that is going to blow your mind. So this fantastic website has hit the internet, it's floated around, it's gone viral, and it's called The Magic iPod. And what it is is 2007 forever, according to the creator. On the left-hand side are R&B and rap songs from 2007, and on the right are alternative tracks such as Sugar We're Going Down, Bring Me to Life, Seven Nation Army, and you can create mashups, over 2,000 mashups, based off these tracks. It is absolute magic. All right, now, Josh, I know you're going to really want to dive into this, but I want you to follow my instructions here, okay? Here's what I want you to do. I want you to grab, uh, just hear me out, Missy Elliott's Lose Control on the left-hand column. Got it. And drag it over to Seven Nation Army by the White Stripes. All right, hang on, hang on. All right, Lose Control to Seven Nation Army? Yep. And then play it? And then play it. It should start. Music make you lose control. It's awesome. It's awesome. It's fantastic. It's like it's like Becca from it's like Becca from Pitch Perfect is in my head right now. That is really fucking awesome. Wait, I I, I want to do X gonna give it to you with X Stacy's mom. Oh no, well let me do it. With so, so not all mom. songs are compatible. Here's the next one. After last week's episode, this is so important that we do this. I want everyone to put 99 Problems on top of All Star from Smash Mouth. 99 99 Problems problems on top of All Star? Yep. All right, done. I'm playing right now. Somebody once told me the world is gonna roll me. I ain't the sharpest tool in the shed. She was looking kind of dumb with her finger and her thumb in the shape of an L on her forehead. So there are over 2,000 combinations available from this website. This I spent two hours on this website putting matchups. CJ, you finally found something techie that I love. <laughs> oh, ready for the best part, guys? When you do it on a desktop, you can even download the track. I can download the track, you're fucking telling me? Hang on, Real Slim Shady, what's that compatible with? I'm playing Soldier Boy. I'm playing Soldier Boy over Fallout. Yes, it's fantastic. You should also do Touch the Sky over Short Skirt Lawn Jacket. And basically everything, everything that's compatible with Misery Business uh, from Paramore is just utterly fantastic as well. That's awesome. That's fantastic. Isn't it great? Oh, wait, move, wait, all right. Move, bitch, and misery business. Everybody shut up. I gotta listen. <laughs> yes, it's, it's incredible. <laughs> hey, hey, CJ, 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 I have a question for you. 
Is it only these like 10 songs I'm seeing here? These are all the songs, yes. Oh, that's so sad. This is awesome. Truly, CJ, you found something amazing on the internet. You should be proud. I'm very happy. I don't think you found anything as amazing since the Foldy (laughs) Mate, really. Everybody shut up. I'm doing my own thing over here. (laughs) I'm mixing shit together. 50 Cent in the club over I Write Sins, Not Tragedies. <laughs> Go right now. Go right fucking now, Brian. Go shorty. It's your birthday. We're going to party like it's your birthday. We're going to sip oh, a dude, this like is great. it's your birthday. It's so and good. you know we don't give up. It's not your birthday. You can find me in the club. Bottle full of bug. Mama, I got what you need. If you need to fill a buzz, I'm in the habit. Oh, yeah. If you're using Chrome, by the way, if you use Google Chrome on your computer, you can download. I can't hear you, CJ. I'm too busy rocking okay. out. Okay, you ready? Are you ready? CJ, Here's- I can't hear you. Okay, last last mashup I'm going to recommend. Touch the Sky by Kanye West over Short Skirt Lawn Jacket by Cake. For the day I die, I'ma touch the sky. Back when they thought pink polos are hurt the rock before Cam got the oh, pop. Shit. The doors closed. I felt like bad boy street team. That's outstanding, CJ. <laughs> Not the best? That's my favorite one. I've listened to this thing 30 times. So what's absolutely fantastic about this site is that if you use Google Chrome uh, with it, which is available on pretty much any operating system, you can download the mashups that you create. Josh, what was the best mashup that you found in the short time that you've been playing with this site, just in like the last 10 minutes? I was a fan of Get Low over Stacy's Mom. Oh, that's oh, pretty good. I didn't good. even do that one. <laughs> There's a couple. I'm sorry, is- Brian. I'm sorry, Brian. There's only so much talent that can be conveyed over the air. I think X gonna give them to you over Hey There Delilah is also really good. So Brian, what do you think of this fantastic uh, Magic iPod? Um, I think it is fantastic and magical. That's awesome, CJ. You found a website besides RedTube that I can get behind. My only criticism is that I could use another three hundred songs. Yeah, this is amazing. Will they expand it? And can I help fund them? There's no ads. Uh, the the creator uh, doesn't take donations. As a matter of fact, they ask that you support the ACLU, but there is an email address. I will address. support you all the way, There sir. is an email address, magicipod2k17 at gmail.com. If you do want to reach out to the creator at all, please go tell them that this was the best thing that you found on the internet because it is the best thing I've ever found on the internet. It- at this point, it's the it's the reigning champion of the of the interweb 2017. Wow, I mean, CJ, really, you found a golden gem in a, a, a sea of coal. Well done. So there's one more thing I would like to get your tech perspective on. And, tech uh, perspective. Yeah, that's not it. Uh, Do it again. Do I've it asked again. for a theme song, and that is definitely not it. Beep, boop, boop, boop. Tech perspective. <laughs> <laughs> It's that episode of Mad Men where Don Draper is super drunk and he just pitches the guy seven different times. I am way fucking beyond bust right now. I'm no, just I, I just said there. super drunk. That's what I said. Don Draper was super drunk and went and pitched the guy like seven different ways and it didn't work and everybody was super embarrassed. And you know what was you know what's fantastic about this? Everything that you guys just said leads perfectly into our next topic, and that is Apple's new TV show called Planet of the Apps. Which is starring, you ready for the star panel? It's almost like Shark Tank, and I'll I'll make you guys watch the trailer in just a minute. Here are your stars of it. Jessica Alba, Gwyneth Paltrow. I'm okay with Oh my god, Will I Am. And then a venture capitalist that uh, no one actually knows, but that's okay. So it's a Shark Tank? It's a Shark Tank for apps. 
So the the best part about this uh, this show is that there isn't an elevator pitch. As a matter of fact, there's an escalator pitch, and I don't mean that metaphorically. I mean they literally ride an escalator down, pitching their app. So this is going to be premiering exclusively on Apple Music. It's Apple's second show that they're going to be launching, their second original content series. What was their first show? It's going to be Carpool Karaoke, launching same similar time. The thing, the thing about this show that gets me is, uh, A, it's on Apple Music. Uh-huh. I, I get they just want to sell more Apple Music subscriptions. I don't know why you don't just – there's a million ways to get this out there. The premise behind this is like Shark Tank meets what? What would – they get the advisor then they have to – It's Shark Tank for apps. Yeah, that's all it is. Shark Tank for apps. This is literally just Shark Tank with apps. And I mean, I, I don't care whatever spin they put on it because apparently they Shark it Tank. seems like they have to pitch it while they're riding down an escalator. an escalator. They have a 60-second escalator ride that they have to I pitch I don't care. Like, apps come and go all the fucking time. They all, like, crash and burn. Like, who the fuck is downloading Angry Birds anymore? They all have this flash in the pan and then they're – like, Pokemon Go is a perfect – Perfect example of what we just talked about is that it was amazing for three months and then it died. Like, that's just the nature of the app business. The difference is between Shark Tank and this is that Shark Tank actually has a kind of longevity to it. You actually have have to have a business plan, whereas apps don't really need to have that. I don't see this being anything special i really don't yeah. and but i mean will i am made a wearable right that the verge will described as- i am <laughs> is not someone i would be going with to for business advice the verge last year reviewed his wearable and they labeled it as the worst thing i've ever put on my wrist this year really it's and, a I mean, terrible let's product it. Uh, Gwyneth Paltrow with Goop is constantly made fun of with all the ridiculous shit that she puts on on her website. Here's the thing: it's Jessica Alba got sued for honest for her for like her sunscreen. Like they fucking sell because not because of anything innovative, but because they're famous, and that's it. So Josh Burns, you have been suspiciously quiet during this. I'm very interested to hear what you have to say about. Let's hear it, Josh. I think it's great that. App developers get a place to go pitch their idea. Like, I not, fucking I'm, hate you. You're I'm dead not, to me, Josh. I'm not I'm not so much like I don't care about who's shitting on it. At the end of the day, it's probably gonna be about who has the best idea and can sell it to a big VC. And and that's I, I don't think there's enough of that for aspiring app developers. I think that they need there's there's quite a bit of luck that's involved in that. And you can't just you can't just be a disruptor, but you can in a sea of giant animals, right? Like you, you're you're trying, you need help to be a disruptor at this point. And here's I'm my question: When you. was the last time that you downloaded an app and kept it on your home screen more than two weeks? That's, what do you mean? That's the thing. When was the last time and you downloaded a brand new app and kept it on your home screen for more than two weeks? I'm going to give you the perfect example. I just downloaded uh, Fire Emblem made by nintendo which we all know is a huge fucking company i don't see myself keeping this on my phone for very long i don't think it matters whether you are one guy working tirelessly in his basement or a huge fucking company apps are not a long-term business plan i have 214 apps on my phone yeah that's my you. question you was no, 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 no. my question was when was the last time you downloaded an app and kept it on your home screen for two weeks? Uh, 
recently I downloaded Get Around. It's still on my home screen. It's only active in a. In a hang few on, cities, hang on, though. hang on. What the fuck is Get Around? Uh, what Get Around is is basically people that travel for a living. It's kind. Of, here's what it is. It's Airbnb for your for a car. That's really great for you because you travel a lot. Well, not not only that, I was actually interested in it because I'm in this place where VW is going to buy back my car, and I'm not sure I'll be ready necessarily just to to jump in and and buy a BMW, which is what's going to happen, right? I'm going to buy a new car. They're going to give you I don't a new. Know car. that I'll be there, so I'm I'm looking at like rental options, right? Just in case, just in case. And I heard about this Get Around app. But it's not available in our area at this point. So, like, in in I think it's it's in it's in San Francisco and it's in Chicago and it's a few other places. And you can Airbnb out your car if you're not going to be in town for a month. You Airbnb your car and somebody so drives your car around. Sleep in your car? Nope. They just Pro- drive. Well, it. I I mean I guess maybe, but like. They're, they can do whatever the fuck they want to. They yeah, can they fuck could like they sixteen could, homeless people in they that could car. soup kitchen your car. Right. Bottom line, here's my other question, right? The question that really matters. We all have, do we all have Apple Music, right, on the podcast? Are you going to be watching CJ, this show? I will, I will answer your question before you ask it. No. Is it on app? It's on Apple Music? It's going to be on Apple Music, Josh. That's where you watch it. I will it. download it and watch it on a flight. Yes. I have way too yeah. much shit to watch. I'm not wasting my time on this. I'll watch it on a flight. I'll watch it on the flight to LAX. Week after next. If I want to watch Jessica Alba or Gwyneth Paltrow be hot, I will watch Into the Blue or Iron Man 2. That's all I need. So it's time for our favorite segment of the podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Cape Talk. Cape Talk! I want to start Cape Talk with a very simple statement. Lego Batman may be one of the best Batman movies I have ever seen. So I haven't seen it yet, and I'm really upset my, at myself for it, but that's what I'm hearing is that it's, it's the best movie since The Dark Knight. Yeah, and they actually reference the other Batman movies that's in fantastic. the movie. It's so good. I don't want to spoil it for anybody. I love about this already. I need to see it right now, and, CJ. And Josh, for you, they got rid of all the shit that you don't like about the Lego movie. There's no real people. There's none of that bullshit in there. It's just fantastic humor, a fantastic story. Lego Batman, one of the best movies uh, from Batman I've ever seen. I think we're going to try to go tomorrow. I think we're going to take the kids tomorrow. Uh, I cannot wait for you to see it. It is so good. And if you're an iPhone uh, user who has seen the movie, if you call your iPhone pewter, if you say, hey, uh, you have to activate your Siri, and you say, hey, pewter, it will talk to you like you are Lego Batman. Or hey, computer, but hey, pewter. Uh, it will respond to you like your Lego Batman. It's fantastic. I, I this movie is by so way, good. By the way, by the way, I was in the movie the, movies to see John Wick two, which a was fantastic, and uh, b I was in the hallway and they had an advertisement, an advertisement perhaps of uh, Lego Batman two, and Lego Batman two, T O O. Oh, gotcha. Also. And the bottom left corner comma, said comma T O comma T O O right. The bottom left corner said Pixar didn't happen. <laughs> I highly, highly recommend that you go see Lego Batman. You will not be disappointed. I promise you. Zach Galifianakis, a fantastic Joker, by the way. So the last bit of Cape Talk. If you remember last year, Thor 
got a roommate in Australia by the name of Daryl that he had to go ahead and interact in the real world with. But now they have released a second video, and it's just as hilarious. So uh, in this short, Thor is not going to help Daryl pay the rent. God damn it, Daryl. Daryl should just be okay with the fact that he's roommates with an Asgardian. I'm just saying. That's clearly Thor's opinion. Really like every coin that he had was a bazillion dollars. Was it a was it bazillion or guzillion? It, it, Thor was inconsistent within that message. No one was. The brain is a muscle, just like the 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 tricep. Which apparently, he it means he's smarter than than Daryl. So this is the second time that we've seen Thor and Daryl together. I think this is brilliant marketing, as always, that Marvel has done, and it's hilarious. I like that it ended on them getting a servant. <laughs> yes, we're getting a servant, everybody. It's settled. We're getting a servant. Marvel has been so good with their marketing scheme. Like, really, who who has done, like, a, a really good job at marketing their films? Even, like, especially their lesser-known films than Marvel. I, it, it's I, – I don't know what to tell you, but this is amazing, and I'm all for it. My my question is: Would you like to see this rolled out to other films? No, Who is an, I think is, is Thor the only person how? that would you would do it with. I, I, just, I think mean, it's either, this is perfect. I would the love way to see is. Tony Stark's drunken that's mess the, make it that's out. That's a the problem, thing. though. It's the only. He's the only other one that could do it. So right, and it's not going to happen. You're not going to get Robert Downey Jr. I, I think this is perfect the way they're doing it. Because let's face it: out of the big three, Iron Man, Thor, and Captain America. Thor is the lesser known. We need to rewind that. I'm going to go, go ahead and say again. There's no way you get Robert Downey Jr. to do that. And Brian, don't say anything because here's what's going to happen. He's just going to edit this out. Robert Downey Jr. is going to hear this and go, challenge accepted. <laughs> <laughs> um, I saw him in San Diego while he was telling oh. a bunch of kids that he's the best Iron Man ever and that all their costumes were shit. He is <laughs> and they were. And he is there when they were, and um, it was truly magical. <laughs> I'm just going to say that. So the new Thor movie comes out November 3rd. Uh, I'm damn excited for this. And let's just face it. I would love to see this in the movie, before the movie, after the movie. Like somewhere within the movie uh, is Daryl and just the, the fact that he has to live like this. So, ladies and gentlemen, that is your dash of nerdy news for this week. I want to thank Brian and Josh for sticking with me and going through it all. I want to remind you that there are several ways that you can go ahead and interact with us. You can find us on Twitter and Facebook. Just search That Kind of Nerd. You can get us on Instagram at That Kind of Nerd Podcast. And, of course, you can always call and have your voice in on the show. Just call 484-373-4119 and leave your message. Thank you so much for listening and making us your walk around your neighborhood or your drive to work. And we will see you all next week. All of these obscenities are true stories. Here's my thing. Are you ready for my thing? No, no, I'm not. Brian, I'm not ready for your thing. I don't want to see your thing. Oh, it's coming. Don't worry. My thing is coming. Everybody shut up. I'm doing my own thing over here.